0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Teenage Therapy. I'm Gael. I'm Thomas. I'm Kayla. Welcome back to the podcast. Now, it's summer. Do you have your summer fling? Or are you worried that a summer fling will turn into a boyfriend or a girlfriend? Or a significant other in general? But maybe you're not worried about that. Because if you're like some of us, maybe you just self-sabotage when it comes to love. And that's the reason summer flings will always be summer flings and nothing more. Who do you think here does that? Out of all of us. Who's most likely to do that? Guess in the comments down below. Did you get it right? Who is it?
1: I'll go second place.
2: Yeah. For those not watching the video, I have my hand raised. Because I do self-sabotage. It's something I don't like to talk about. Something that I don't even realize I do until several months or like even maybe a year after I've already done the sabotaging. And I'm like, wait. I did self-sabotage and I didn't even realize it in what ways I think that as soon as I'm just someone who's expecting the worst when it comes to relationships and romance I haven't had the greatest experiences I have a lot of trauma from you know just past relationships and so every time I try and get into a new one I'm immediately, I have my guard up and I'm just looking for the first sign and chance for me to be like, oh, this isn't going to work out. This person's not for me. This person did something wrong. I can't be with them anymore. And I don't really give them a chance. Not that I don't give them a chance. I just, I'm a lot less understanding than I think most other people would be just because I don't want to get hurt. I'm trying to save myself from getting hurt. So as soon as they do something that remotely is hurtful, bye. They're ghost. I'm ghosting them. Not. I I don't ghost them. I just like. I just end things. I just end things, and not in a great way. And then we never talk to each other. And yeah. And. hmm.
0: But isn't getting hurt unavoidable?
2: You see, yeah. That. it's unavoidable and so i would rather just avoid it all my life and not get into a relationship it's just too much
0: um wait so are you scared of I'm that s- you can't handle the hurt of a relationship yeah
2: yeah i i think one i'm just i'm not used to it and i think that anytime someone shows interest in me it's so hard for me to genuinely believe that they can like me and even love me um, and actually care and want to get to know me. And I think I have such a poor self-esteem because of just, um, you know, the circumstances and stuff um, that I've gone through or whatever. It hinders me from being able to accept people's love so when people try and give it to me i usually don't give in i don't like it i don't like when things get serious when things get serious i get scared
1: we're very similar (laughs) yeah we're very similar in ways
2: i didn't even realize you know it's like this isn't something that i realized i did until well i'm doing it right now as we speak
1: yeah and it kind of reminds me of this other point of like you saying you don't know if they can or you don't believe that they love you or that you're capable of like receiving it something that I think about when I go into dating or relationships is they don't they love me conditionally and it's like if I do something that's outside of their perception of how they view me or how they think they know me it's done you know it's like all of a sudden they just don't have room for that they don't want to adapt their thinking to how i actually am and so that's the part that scares me about dating and relationships because i feel like i need to sort of fit within this boundary that they think that i am yeah it's hard to break out of that sometimes because i mean it's just i don't know
2: there's just this certain image they have in their heads Um, or we go into relationships just Mm -hmm. kind of already expecting how this person's gonna act and treat us and whatever and I just, it's hard for me to believe that if they see the real me, like just like they go beneath the surface and see parts that aren't, you know, pretty they're gonna run away like, I told you this um, the other night where I feel like I scare guys away because as soon as they see how traumatized I am or just how hurt I've been in the past and, you know, the issues that have come out of that, um, I scare them away. you what? think
1: this is something that is just in your head or you, like, you've genuinely I seen it I think it's it in my head, out. too. Like, I'm okay. not...
2: Oh. <sighs> Kayla and I, we, saw, we spontaneously Oof. got piercings today and I'm not used to having, like a piercing so I keep touching my ear and it no, hurts don't do that it's I know I know affected. I know I'm not, I'm not touching I'm just like ow anyways um what was I talking about
1: in your head or
2: oh yeah I I know I self-sabotage and I know that I get really in my head about these things because it's just in my nature it's just who I am like I, I can't accept their love. I, I, I don't like myself. Just, just to lay it all out, like I don't like myself, and because I don't like myself, it's hard for me to, just believe that someone else could like me, and because of that, I start to sabotage it when. You know, at any chance I possibly could get, if I, if I know things are getting serious, and I see that there's this opportunity for them to hurt me or they've done something a little shady and I'm like, oh, this is my chance. And then I blow up and I just end it before things could really get messy. Cause also I feel like I'm very fragile (laughs) and sometimes I don't know if I can handle being in another relationship, which is funny because I really thought I was going to be a man eater this summer i was like oh i'm gonna go on so many dates i'm gonna like i'm gonna meet so many people and it's gonna be so good and i'm just gonna like flings left and right i went on one date and this guy just like <laughs> he got me fucked up i can't
1: <laughs> See, it's only that mindset of like oh i'm gonna be a man-eater until you meet a guy that you actually like and then all that just goes out the window
0: yeah let's talk about that because I really didn't how do that. people do it how are people let's genuine man like what is the thought process are let's we start. just I told that Tom is like guys we have to stop you have to stop making every person special when they're really not special unless you make them special and I think there's just some people that are really good at being like a realistic and they don't let their guard down so easily they're like okay I fuck with you right now but i'm not gonna like let you i'm not easy you know i'm not gonna let you that's like confidence that i think we all can use because it comes in handy when you're not just like oh he's the best i ever had i'm gonna love him so much it's like okay like many shit literally like the the, the girls that have that attitude wow wow they're so strong
1: yeah Yeah. and i think another (laughs) aspect too is like after you go on multiple bad dates and you finally go on one good one it feels like oh my god i hit the jackpot like after all that's these That's exactly it's paying what off. it is that's exactly what yeah. it is
2: because you know i I've, I've had my fair share of bad men like they don't know how to act and i go on a date with this one good one and i'm like oh my god wait i need i, I need to hold on to this one this one's a good one and then I start attaching these expectations.
0: I get that. And it's so... I mean, it's very easy to fall for the first half-decent person. Mm -hmm. It's why you have to just be so honest with yourself. Do I actually like this man? Or am I just kind of forcing myself to romanticize him because it's kind of fun? It's satisfying in a lot of ways. And oftentimes, I think i think it becomes easier to recognize once you become aware of it because inside you're kind of like oh there's things that kind of irk me out and i know i see things that like are kind of awkward but i totally choose to ignore it and just focus on like the good and like Mm -hmm. play this image in my head of like oh but when you really start analyzing you're like oh no there's like so many moments where i'm like yeah we don't really even get along it's just like like i told you it's easy to think you get along with someone when you're in a new environment because everything feels so fresh. Everything feels so fun. It's once you get to that second, to that third day that you're like, we don't have shit to talk about. We don't like what we don't get each other, you know? That's when you see the chemistry unbundle. I mean, I feel for you and the self-sabotage, I think it's a long journey of like, look, if you don't like yourself right now that makes it easier for you to just start planting the seeds for things that will eventually come into fruition. Like, spend some time just working on yourself, wanting to like yourself, but still have fun with men. And you get, like, you go into it, like, I know I'm not ready for a relationship, but I'm still going to go on dates, just so, like, I meet with tons of good guys, but just keep them, like, at an arm's length away, so when I'm ready and I like myself, there's things there. But
1: it's, like, what's the point of that? Like, why do you need to be entertaining guys while focusing on yourself because i feel like a lot of no because i saw this one video and it's like a lot of people when they're not in a relationship they're just in a limbo state of looking for the next fling the next relationship the next boy and it's like kind of sad that's so true because i myself was thinking about this because it made me reflect and i don't actually i don't know if i've told the podcast have i told the podcast but i'm single aa um a-a. it's been about <laughs> <A-a>. okay, okay <laughs> um and it's been about six months mu- six five months
2: that's a very big milestone <laughs> it's crazy. baby's first breakup you guys
1: it's big um it's, it's actually pretty and we big. will go into it some other episode because we recorded it one time but it was too fresh at the time but now having time i'm able to look at it in a much different perspective but anyways um yeah it made me think and i don't know if i liked what i reflected on because i was like well why am i like why am i on hinge Mm. (laughs) what exactly am i looking for there that i can't get from like my friends or just being by myself exploring the city and I know a part of it is just, oh, well, it's experience. You know, you're mm-hmm. in the city. And that's another thing, too. Being here in New York, I feel like there's just a pressure to be going on dates or, like, meeting new people. And I don't know. That's a whole other thing. But um, I think I've been feeling an aspect of that that sort of made me feel like, oh, well, I need to be doing this, too. I'm only here for the summer. Like, I need to meet my fling i need to have a fling yeah that was the thing i was like oh wait i need to have a fling this is the fling that everybody talks about um but now thinking about it i don't i even then i just find it so hard to connect with guys (laughs) that aren't like bad so it's just leaves me wondering what exactly am i looking for because i know that most likely Mm. i'm not gonna find anything substantial yeah
0: that limbo state is so annoying Let's yeah. Talk.
1: yeah,
2: I was just going to say, I think that going on dates is fun. It's fun for at least for me, because I kind of took a very big break for a year or two where I just was not seeing anyone because it was draining me. I mean, I was it just relationships get so draining and I feel like I got very lost in them. And so I spent the past year or so just figuring out, like, who I am and, like, what I want. And I've gotten so comfortable just being single that relationships are just, I don't, like, I'm not, it's, it's a very scary, um, territory for me to cross just because it's already good being single. You have your friends and... But, you know, it's the experience. It's it's the, like, oh, like, what if? What if I meet the other person here? And um, I think it's also good for me to go on these dates and, like, experience, you know, not great dates. Because it just teaches me more about the world and, like, how different everyone is. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I feel like sometimes I'm just going on dates. To, like, I get what you're saying. Sometimes I don't know why I'm going on these dates. But at the same time, I think... For me, going on, these, going on these dates have been very stimulating just because I've kind of not been putting myself out there enough in the past.
1: And just like that, I'm convinced to keep on Really? Yeah. Not because both I get both points. Both points
0: make so much and sense. And I psych
1: myself out. I'm like, okay, well, which one is the greater point? And I'm just like, I need to stop thinking. You're right. And mm. I think at the end of the day, I agree with you. And what there's you're only saying.
0: so many years that we're this age.
1: That's so real. And also I haven't normally been the dating around type of person. And so why wouldn't I do it now? That's
2: another thing, is that at this age you're supposed to be meeting a lot of people and like knowing what you want, knowing what you like. And I mean, what's a better place to do it than in your twenties in New York city? Like,
1: no, that's all right. I'm convinced guys. I'm sorry.
2: I get it. The switch
1: up. I get it. I (laughs) I switched up up right before your eyes. (laughs) Literally.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. I, I, cause I, the limbo is such a weird thing to experience. And I mean, I guess I'm glad that I like, settled and such but when i see people being in that limbo i'm like wow like the intentionality is so important but it's hard when you want to be i think it's hard to have that intentionality in dating between like i'm going to go on dates versus i'm going to focus on myself because when you're focusing on yourself it's so easy to fall into this scarcity mindset that makes you think i have a limited time i have a limited number of people i'm a limited number of months in this place i need to do it now 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 and that is the, like, biggest driver of FOMO, is that scarcity mindset, that you're running out of time, you're running out of time to find that perfect partner, and you have to do it all now. So then it just also, it's like, another point, is, if we keep thinking like that, we're, we're never going to have time to fully focus on ourselves. And that's why the limbo state is so annoying, it's like, okay, now you spent eight months, quote unquote, having this, like, half ass like... I am kind of trying to live the world and experience everything while also half asking like, oh, but I want to focus on myself. So you have one foot in, one foot out, and you do neither of them. One thing that's weird about self-sabotage, though, is that I find it, like, I feel like in the past I had found it difficult, and even now when I see people in relationships, a common theme, theme is, like, the difficulty of how to know what's good for you versus knowing that you're running away from something that's good for you slash. And then, okay. What's difficult is knowing what's good from you and not running away from it and knowing when you're running towards something that you know, isn't good for you, but it's less scary than what's good for you. If that makes sense.
2: You might need yes. to elaborate just uh, a little. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, like when they say that a lot of people just naturally reject healthy relationships because stability is scary that's what i mean of like that type of self-sabotage and how difficult it can be to know if you're participating in that as in rejecting a healthy relationship because it feels different and not as exciting and if you're turning towards relationships you know aren't good for you because it's what you've known maybe it's what you've done and maybe it's just what feels easy
2: Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um but yeah, I think that might be it too, is that I'm just so used to bad relationships. I'm so used to like the toxicity and the idea of a healthy relationship just sounds so foreign to me. Like I just I just assume all the good guys are gone at this point and I have to make do with the ones that are still left around and like are interested, which sucks. It sucks because then I don't, I don't know. It, it It's hard. I, I want to be able to accept healthy love, but as soon as I'm getting it and I get comfortable, I, and I feel myself getting comfortable. I start to like psych myself out. Like, wait, like I'm getting too comfortable. Some, it's too good too good to be true and I know something's gonna happen and I have to stop everything before that bad thing happens that's that's, that's the way my brain just like yeah, processes it
1: I think I've had a similar mindset and it's hard because when you have that thought of S- this is going to go sour some way or another in the future it's hard because you sort of place that relationship in a box and it can't go past that, you know? And it's like, it has to go how you're thinking because if you're naturally just saying like, or thinking something bad is going to happen, you know, they're going to mess up. I'm going to mess up. It's just going to happen. And I think I did that to an extent in my past relationship. And because of that, I feel like, I don't want to say like never, but I was a lot of the times I had my guard up, even if it was like towards the end. I still felt like, well, maybe because I knew the outcome of the relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, But I do the same thing and I don't know how to stop it necessarily. And I don't know why either. I think maybe it's just because I'm a cautious person. I think Thomas you it stems from like Trauma and you went Through it Mm -hmm. me I'm just so Risk adverse And just so cautious with the people That I love And care about that I just I'm just always on guard
2: Yeah (laughs) and it's
1: scary I'm scared
2: I could definitely see that Yeah I think I think you've Seen the Effects Of bad and toxic Relationships from your Friends and, like, family. Mm-hmm. So that's why you're cautious.
1: Yeah. But I just... Sometimes yeah. I wish I didn't have that exposure. Because sometimes I want to be blind, too. I yeah. want to be ignorant. I want to be ignorant. yeah. Like, sometimes yeah. I really just want to throw myself like full headed into a relationship yeah. and of course you know it's like well why not like you can do it it's just not the same anymore it's not the same it's not the same it's not the it, same. It,
2: that first relationship like n- you could get away with that you could get yeah, away with like, even then if that you're older
1: it's like mm. yeah
2: that first love especially if you're young yeah. you can throw yourself completely like no logic Beware. involved nothing nothing's gonna hold you back but that after that after that mess of a relationship you just will always have your guard up at like some more than others me Mm -hmm. but it's just hard to navigate like i don't know how to navigate this i i'm trying to figure it out but i'm just
1: i'm just as lost as you (laughs) because i'm i'm sure it'll happen again and another thing that i'm thinking about too is you know, saying, oh, I'm not looking for anything long term, but I want something substantial, but I don't want to get hurt. And it's like, those are just so contradictory things. And if you're not looking for something long term, like, quote unquote, marriage or something, you're going to get hurt. It's it's part of the package, babe. Like, it is. There's no because, running away from it. Because there's like this
2: expiration date on it. Exactly. Like, and that's If, if, if you're also- only looking for something
0: short, then, you know, we're not... Like what, Like what's the point? People that are cowards are bad at relationships And people that are cowards are bad at dating Only secure because... people are good at dating Because they're the mm-hmm. ones that can handle Dealing with negative emotions They're brave enough to understand They're gonna get hurt But they trust themselves enough to get through it And everyone that avoids commitment Lacks trust in themselves Lacks confidence And lacks like emotional regulation Because they're just scared that they're not gonna be able to get through it
1: Tell them go tell them that's ultimately that's what so it comes real. Down to. that's real <laughs> no yeah. Wow. yeah I'm like yeah. that That made me yeah that made me feel a lot of comfort yeah
0: that's it yeah.
2: that's the thing is that dating and like if you're truly looking for something substantial you have to be willing to be hurt and I thought you know going to the summer I was ready for that I really thought I was ready for that but I'm not sure yet I'm not sure if I'm ready to be hurt.
1: But the thing is, like, who is ready to be hurt? Yeah, There's not going to yeah. be this but time it's, where it's like, okay, I'm ready. Yeah.
2: I think I'm. it's just this fear that I'm fragile and, like, we all know how, like, you know, the past relationship um, that's like, left me. And I'm scared that will happen again. I'm just scared. It's coming out of, yeah. like, trauma. So it's hard for me to be like oh this is just something that everybody has to do This is fear is part of love you have to be you know willing to get hurt if you actually want to fall in love and like have that special connection with someone because you need that trust and you need to give it your all and I'm just like wait can I still do that can I still do that after everything that's what I'm trying to figure out Um, But I also think that in order for me to understand that and get to that point, I need to expose myself to like these dates and the possibility of those relationships happening. Because if I don't, then I'm going to be stuck in that bubble. Like you always tell me, like, if I don't, then I'm just always going to believe that I'll never be ready. You need a leap of faith. I need a leap of faith. And I think I'm taking that by being here in the city and going on dates. I think that's my leap of faith. And yes, I do have my guard up and I'm not really ready to be hurt just yet. But I think I'm getting to a point where I'm understanding, you know, I'm more, I'm being more open
0: to that possibility. It's like a roller coaster. You're like in this really old and shaky roller coaster that feels like it's going to fall apart any moment and you're climbing this hill. And this hill is really, really scary, and it's the hill of intimacy. And you're climbing, and you're climbing, and you're like, I don't know if I could get to the top. roller coaster, climbing hill. It's like a roller coaster. You're climbing the top, right, when you're about to drop. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm climbing up this roller coaster. It's It's like shaky. I don't know. It's It's like really scary. scary. Can I handle the fear of that drop? And then, you know, you just trust yourself. Like, it's fine. I know the tracks are going to keep me stable because I built with them. I trust them. You go down the track, and you're like – Oh wait, the travel wasn't that bad, and then you're stable again, sure. and that's you falling in love and being like, okay, actually, I handled it.
2: But let's say your first ride on that roller coaster, the tracks were not stable.
0: The tracks were absolutely like you. Well, you already survived it once. That's tragedy. what I. Yeah, no, I have to remind myself that. So the tracks are stable somewhat, even if it's a shaky ride. You a oh. some
1: pretty <laughs> shaky, rocky. It was a shaky ass ride, guys. Yeah.
2: I've had some shaky roller coaster rides I think
0: you see it half empty instead of half full When you look at your trauma and your history Yeah
2: I mean it's just so hard To enter relationships Specifically um, With that trauma With friendships I feel like I'm like like, Yeah I can do it easily Relationships like letting someone be that intimate And have that trust Mm, Relationships are scary That's very scary (laughs) It is very scary
1: I'm scared. <laughs> I'm so scared right now. <laughs> I'm so Who scared. scared? Raise your hand if you're scared. Who else is scared?
2: Uh, Who else is
0: scared? Well, that's part of life. That really is part of life. It's yeah. just a lot of trust and a lot of unknowns. What else can you do Inaction leads to nothing. And so all you can do is take action. fuck you know, around and yeah. find out. Yeah. Yeah. And hope for the best. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. So... If you are in a similar position, trust yourself and if you don't trust yourself, then focus on what things build trust small little baby steps. maybe mm-hmm. go on a date but be like, I'm not gonna get in a relationship. I'm yeah. just gonna go on a lot of dates.
2: Also you can't expect every day to just like be good and you can't expect you can't expect every good you, day to turn you, into something. You just can't be expecting anything at you know at a certain point you just need to lose all of your expectations mm. and go meet this person figure it out see what you like see what you don't like if it goes somewhere that's great if it doesn't that's also like fine um but it's not the end of the world if you have a bad date or if shit goes south like it's you know it's kind of just how dating is just like unfortunately but you know yeah
0: yeah so i'm gonna put a question in the comments I don't know what it will be. Or the poll. One of the polls maybe might, do you trust yourself to be in a relationship? Do you trust yourself to fall in love? What are your guys' answers? I do.
1: Right now, in this very mm-hmm. moment. No, I need not to be in another relationship. I don't think mm-hmm. I'll be in another relationship for a while.
0: Um. I guess I will just leave a comment or a and a down below. And I will, you guys will see it. If you're listening on Spotify, you will see it. Mm-hmm. I hope you can follow us on Instagram at Teenager Therapy if you want to see what we're up to while we're in New York. Um, and funny enough, talking about romance and heartbreak, did you guys know that Kayla and I are starting a podcast company?
1: Nice.
0: It's called Astro Studios. And our first show is called Friend Group. woo And it's just various young people sharing their stories on common life issues and it just so happens that the first season is all about the question is getting back together with the next worth it so if you want to hear more stories from other young people like us talking about their experience on getting back together with the next or not getting back together with one listen on spotify friend group or follow us on instagram at astro studio X Y Z. do both do it all do it all produced by Kayla and I voiced by Kayla Uh, yeah we should tell you guys more about that I feel like that's like a thing we're throwing in here it's like a big thing that we're just like kind of casually throwing in there so we'll make an episode on it soon we're also hosting an event June 30th it's called Midnight Living Room it's from 10pm to 1am and it's basically just us bringing people together to come create art and have really comforting conversations around love and heartbreak so if you're in New York and you want to come hang out with us and make art, please come. Um, to find out more information, you go to astrostudios.xyz and you go to RSVP. So if you're in New York and you're listening, please check it out. Join check us. It you out. can
1: hear our stories.
0: Live. I'm excited
1: <laughs> to be able to relate with you guys yeah. now that I'm in this club. Literally. So. Midnight,
0: midnight living yeah. room. Let's chat, guys. We're going to reach this...
2: Deeper level of intimacy. You guys aren't ready for. It. You guys I know because it's like
1: right. in-person podcasting, just uh, con- so oh, yeah, conversating so with everybody, with making
0: little art pieces. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Actually, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> what All stays
1: right. in that room says not leave.
0: Yeah. So if you're in New York, we'll see you there. If not, too bad. Too sad. Maybe we we'll go to your city soon. Or just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. All right. that's Bye great. guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.